No, you know it's funny. Yo, there's a hilarious thing. The la- I don't know if you know if I should share this shit, but uh, the final scene, they don't even kiss. It's CGI. Get the fuck out Swear of to God, son. How's it CGI? I'm there. I'm watching the wedding, and I see them going for the kiss, and their faces stop like this far. And I'm like, I wonder how they're going to play that in the movie. Oh, they're probably just going to cut right there. But the movie, you could see their faces come close, wow. and then you could see their faces morph a little bit wow. into a fake kiss. Salute to Lauren London making Dr. Umar proud in real That's life. That's what I'm saying, bro. You might have got That's pissed off in the movie. That's Dr. Umar might have got pissed off at the movie, but in yeah. real life, Lauren Dr. Umar's like, you people got it right. That's <laughs> All right. Oh, let me just still going. Welcome to Mixed Up Thoughts Podcast. I am Roz Mix. I have King Shock. She's stepped away for a second. We have special guests. Wilson from uh, Let Me Tell You Something Podcast. How you doing tonight? I'm good. Thanks for having me here. This is actually like one of the first times I've done like a video collaboration with like another podcast. So I'm honored. Yeah, I, I enjoy your show. It's you by yourself. You give a hard 30 minutes. You, you get it all out there. You talk all your feelings. And that's it. I love it. I listen to it every week. And also, I, I got to have on the show. That. Huh? I appreciate that. I really do. I, I got to have her on the show. I have to have her. I know you talked about this before, the uh, CGI kiss. What were your thoughts on it? Uh, let's not even get started with that because you just playing that clip with like Andrew Scholes and Charlemagne is like giving me throwback back in like 2016 when the Brilliant Idiots was at their peak. I don't know if you guys know about the Brilliant Idiots podcast. I, I, I used to be a big fan of them, but Andrew went too over top for me. And I, I couldn't deal with it no more, but. I feel like so many people who used to listen to this show is just like over, especially like with Andrew and then also Charlemagne trying to do the whole politics thing, which, you know, I'm not going to bring up him because I do know some people from his PR team. Just we're not going to talk about that. But just thinking about the whole CGI um, kiss with Jonah Hill and Lauren London, I'm not even surprised that happened because even watching like the snippets of like you people, you can already tell there's no chemistry. No chemistry whatsoever. None. <laughs> like, so many people are telling me, oh my God, this is such a good movie. This is so good. I'm not going to be wasting my time watching it. I could just already tell. It's pretty predictable. I feel like this is like one of the remakes for that original film. But if we're really thinking about it, it's really not going to top the remake with Zoe Saldana, Ashton Kutcher, and um, Bernie Mac. I don't know if you guys remember that movie. Uh, this This remake, it was... If you go in with no expectations, mm-hmm. just to watch a movie, you'll get some laughs in. It's got some funny moments. I mean, it has Mike Epson and Mike, you know Eddie Murphy. You know, you get you get some funny moments. Y- yeah, it's very predictable well, what's going to happen, how it's going to end. But you know, it's still a good movie. No, definitely. Rest of the I night says twenty twenty three. Guess who's coming to dinner? Yep, exactly. That's what it is. It's that's what it is. I mean. It's just mindless laughter. I don't know. And you could tell, like, first, I don't know what um, Jonah Hill was doing with his hair. That, yeah, I don't know what that was going on. And they was together, like, you know, they had, like, a scene, like, he's in the bathroom talking. And I was like, this is not, this. she would not be interested in this guy at all. I think even bringing up the whole Jonah Hill situation, I think he's still stuck in that, like, Wolf of Wall Street era where he played that one character and just even with that i feel like they could have picked somebody else y'all could have picked seth rogan seth rogan would have fit better for that role that's what i personally think seth rogan would have been a better choice 
But then I had to think to myself, is Jonah Hill literally made that whole skate movie and went on like interviews with The Breakfast Club and many other like black-based media. So I don't know. Kenya Burris directed the film. You already know what he's bringing to the table yep. when it comes to like anything he directs. So I already knew what was going to be expected. I didn't watch it, but just looking at the snippets, it's pretty predictable. It's very predictable, but I mean, it's Eddie Murphy. I'm a big Eddie Murphy fan, so that's why I watched it. <laughs> that's one of the reasons. Um, I just don't see Lauren Hill. I mean, Lauren, Lauren Hill, Lauren London with him. They should, they should, they should have got somebody else for the for the daughter role. I mean, but you got to think about it too. This is like her first role ever since like Nipsey Hussle's death. So this is kind of like us seeing her in this new aspect. And then I think a lot of people brought up the fact that like she put on a couple pounds and it's like, that's really none of your business, but she was thick. I'm just going to say, it. yeah, she, she was, I mean, she was thick. I mean, it was a good thing. No, though. she it was, was but it's like <laughs> when it comes to Lauren London, I'm not going for the acting. Like she's a good actress, but I don't expect like top tier acting from her. Yeah. Just, she was, she was holding it down. No, obviously. Kiss shot. Did you hear the hear the clip about the CGI kiss? Let me see if I can find the kiss. No, I did not. I I I've fallen down a recent rabbit hole of watching um, Dungeons and Dragons YouTube videos. (laughs) About the old cartoon or the old or people playing? No, it's like Dungeons and Dragons. There's one called Florida Edition, and I was like, and it's like an hour long, and it. It, it highlights clips of uh, things that actually happened in Florida. <laughs> like the guy who threw the alligator through the Wendy's window. <laughs> so it's like, these are all actions that their D and D characters take. <laughs> so I've been kind of stuck in that mode for a minute. So I think I might've missed a few things. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right. Here's the kiss. Clearly, this is very CGI. <laughs> it's not even good CGI. Why even have to do the kiss if you're not gonna do? If they're not gonna do it for real. If you like look, if you just like pause for a second, pause when they're about to get closer to each other. If you can, like right there. Yeah, that's pretty obvious right then and there. You can tell you don't see any lips. None. Nada. You can tell, like, just by there, the editing was just off. El Peso says, wait, what? Somebody threw an alligator through a Wendy's window? (laughs) What year was that? I I don't know what year. They didn't say what year, but if you Google it, you can find it. See, like, this couple makes no sense. (laughs) The way Lauren Lund, the way Lauren Lund's character was dressed throughout the movie, the way she acted, the way her family is, you really don't expect her to. I'm sorry, just to bring home. She lives in what she like Oakland, or something. She lives or in LA. LA. Well, I, I didn't watch the film, but that's what. Rob, what's up? BBW lover is here. Um, I'm sure he loved Laura London that movie because her hips was like, ooh, boy. Some people eat and the weight go to the right places, I swear. (laughs) 
I'm just going to say this. I just feel like the pairing was just off, but make your money. All right, make your money. Make your money. Kenya Barris, you know, he's, you know, type movies. It's going to have ish at the end of it. You know what I'm saying? Black is, he <laughs> makes ish. Black as fuck. <laughs> Dimpled up said, I knew it was CJ when I first saw it. It looked real suspect. Yeah, but she did say that. She said, that kiss was fake. And I was like, huh? What? I was half asleep, but you know. <laughs> so. I have not Lister, watched it, so. Tell us about you. What made what made you start getting in the podcast game? Oh, oh my God. And I got to go do, do this damn long ass story. So. um, We here for I it. was. I was actually in college and out in Boston. I don't know if you, you actually know Boston. Boston is like freaking cold as hell. Race, you know what? I'm not going to say racist as hell, but a lot of like. I'll say it. Stare. Yeah, it is. But I have like, I went to school out there and you already know you got Harvard, you got Yale, you have like Emerson College, which is more of like a communications based school. And then you got like Suffolk University. So, oh my God, is that my friend Adrian who's in the comments? Adrian's a freaking mess. But, um, Boston, yep, baby. that's Adrian. I'm, oh my God, Adrian. Okay. But he said the parent was so off, I would have done a better job. Lower London, like a whole meal right now, a whole meal plus sides and dessert. Adrian just got out of a relationship and he's trying to act like he, he one of the girls. Adrian, you know, you one of the girls. Don't... Stop <laughs> it. But I went to school, kind of like build my own little crew out there. And decided, okay, if folks like Charlemagne is getting paid to talk shit, I've been told that my opinion, so for some reason, attracts people. I've always had information. People come to me when it comes to their drama or their situations or even asking me for advice. I said, let me start a podcast. I had a co-host, which is one of my best friends. He decided to do his own thing. He's doing more of like fashion. He's actually... um what is it, Photographer Fashion Week recently. So we actually used to cover topics with celebrity news, but also situations happening in the fashion industry. But he felt like, you know what, this podcast is not for me. It's not my lane. I don't want to talk about these things because he doesn't like talking about like Lauren London kissing Jonah Hill and CGI. He doesn't like to talk about like things that we're going to be talking about today, basically. So I said, okay, you know what, I'm going to do what I got to do. I moved to LA and... Oh my God. I have, I don't want to spill all my freaking That's information. I'm a Scorpio. I don't tell people my business, but I moved to LA, interned at a record label. Yes, Takashi 69 was signed to him. I'm not going to tell you guys about meeting Takashi 69 because it's a mess. I'll say this though I met hey. Beyonce's mom. The, freaking mess. I don't even want to talk about like my experience of like interning in LA. But then also, too, I almost actually interned at a very popular Instagram blog. I'm not going to say which one it is be, just because I don't have time for that. And the prof professionalism to me is, like, very important. It was trash. And I went through, like, a whole, like, spiritual awakening. If you've, like, listened to my show, I talk about astrology a lot. Took a break from my podcast. And then pandemic hit, getting my master's degree. And then I was like, let me just bring my show back. At first, I thought I couldn't do it by myself because usually with podcasts, we know there's always a host and a co-host. And I was like, let me challenge myself. Let me try to do the show by myself without having somebody else and I can control and do the show the way I want to. I don't talk to my, I only talk to myself for 30 minutes. If I go further than 30 minutes, I think I sound like a lunatic because that's when I start going on rants and I start complaining about things. If you listen to my show, 
every single beginning of the show, I complain about my freaking job. I know I prayed for it, but <laughs> the amount of shit I have to deal with working in PR is a mess. And you know what? I'll say this because I know someone's going to ask a question about, oh, what is like working PR? When you work at like those big agency firms where Fortune 500 companies are your clients, one of my clients is a very popular automobile company. Construction workers use it. You might see a few MAGA flags on the freaking trucks. If you know which one I'm talking about, I'm glad you do. And then not only that, I also, um, another client of mine is like a very popular lighter company. They're kind of conservative, but they're trying to embrace into like cannabis culture and everything like that. Oh, so they're boy. like, yeah, you know, you know, they always gotta use me. Be like, what's the what is what is very popular within the black community? What's popular within cannabis? So if you think about it, I am the Gen Z or the millennial that comes in and tells you how to make things cool, and that's it. But I know I just rambled, but just know that I've always liked pop culture. I've always knew certain things about like celebrity culture, just like random things, because you have a smartphone. You have an iPhone, <laughs> you have an Android, use Google, you have those resources, go expand your mind. So that's what I just simply do. But I hope that made sense. It makes a lot of sense. You know, most people can't do a solo podcast. El Paisio says, what's the tea? You know, your grandma got the tea. You know, you, you know what that, you know what it is. <laughs> Adrian, don't let me splay out your business right now, love. If you want to just come on live, Adrian. <laughs> Come and say what you need to do. But so, you just recently passed 100 episodes. What was that feeling like? I feel like have passing 100 episodes definitely did something for me because I started my podcast back in 2016. And taking a two-year break and still getting people to still listen when I was in limbo, I was proud of myself because the first 50 episodes I had guests on. I had friends come on. Well, I can't say Friday Associates now. I'm talking niggas. But I had a mm. few people that I used to be friends with on there or like folks who got to um, help out. But then the rest of the 50 was on myself. So it's like if I didn't put out something, I can't blame somebody else because they didn't put out the episode. It was beyond me. So hitting that milestone of 100 episodes thinking, wow, a lot of people told me I could not do a podcast or even put myself out there and I'm pretty proud of myself because even with this like regardless how small your platform is you just never know who's watching like I'm surprised sometimes to see who I've met through this podcast I've met folks from Hollywood through the podcast I've met folks who I talk to all the time even like Adrian over here I met him through Clubhouse although we had a mutual friend for some reason but just you just never know when you have like a platform that's why I tell people when you are a content creator, regardless what you're getting plays, regardless if you're getting five plays, you're getting 5,000, you just never know who's listening. Because if you're getting five right. plays, five people might be part of like Hollywood. And they're just waiting for you to you pop. never know. I work with artists as well. I, You know what? I have a lot of hats, but I'm a jack of all trades. He's commenting, well, I got you, baby. I don't need Google. Don't spill my tea, even if tea is just it's juice because tea is dirty water. <laughs> and you did it, baby. I'm proud of you too. <laughs> so, what are your um, what are your goals for the podcast? You don't reach 100. What's your next goal now? What is my next? Um, 200. 200. 200 episodes. Then 300. Then 500. Are you going to expand to where? I mean, where is it played now? SoundCloud. 
SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud. We're on also Google Play. We're on. Oh my god, I feel like. I feel like I'm about to like do a whole episode right now. SoundCloud, you Google are. Play, Spotify, <laughs> just any platform where you find it is where you can listen to it. I am expanding on to like other platforms. I'm I keep thinking about going on YouTube because a lot of people tell me like you should really try YouTube, especially when it comes to like the whole gossip, the whole celebrity gossip that I do and the whole like talking about like certain scandals that happen on YouTube because there's like a whole sector where people talk about situations happening with YouTubers. Like for example, the Larry Reed situation, which I've talked about plenty of times on that show. So maybe Plus I'll YouTube be on pay. YouTube. YouTube they pay, pay so. but the thing is, I like to curse. I, we curse. If but you don't curse like, within, I, if you don't curse within the first five minutes, you all good. You see, I curse in the first few seconds. I, mean, I know, I know, but you you could you can hold up. That's why I play the intro for twenty five seconds to get you know let the time run, and then I start the show. And then you can find me on TikTok. So. That's where you can find me. TikTok about to get banned, so you, if you want to get on there and try to get some money, you better do it quick. I honestly, I don't man, you know where. What? I thought it was just on government phones. No, they finna, yeah. they finna expand it. They finna ban that everywhere. They trying to. They trying to. They I, trying I really, to. honestly, don't. I don't think that because the you know what? Now I gotta bring my work into this. The influencer team because we work with influencers, and I'm gonna say this too for everybody who listens to this: if you become an influencer and you're doing a deal. And you ask for what you want, ask for what you want because these people have the budget. I've sat in on influencer calls where people have like lowballed themselves, and the influencer budget is literally at 250K. I've heard that before. You, I've heard that before. Literally. I've been in calls where people who got this skin tone are asking for like 20K, but then people who look like us are asking for 5K. Okay, I have a question about influencers okay who or what is an influencer and how do they determine their worth so we oh my god you about to get me oh let me ask about all my work this is her topic this is her stuff let's get it okay so we do have like certain um certain softwares where we can like look through someone's like KPIs, we can look through how much impressions that they get. So for example, if I'm pitching to media, I'll, let me just mop freaking company's business. So like, for example, I brought up the whole car company. We have at platforms like Muckrack where I have access to everybody's emails of like media outlets. If I want to pitch to like the Cosmopolitan I can get the editor in um, chief's email. I can get all their information. I can find out how many views they get per day. I can find out how many clicks they get per page. So we have it for the same thing when it comes to influencers, but a little bit different with that is we can find out how many clicks you get per your reels and for your views. And then also too, is we can find out if you got fake followers and then it rates it from like, I don't know how they rate it, but I have to ask but we rate it by numbers. So if you're under like a two, that means we might not choose you depending on the brand and depending on the budget and depending on the activation. But also I've seen where micro influencers, like the smaller guys, like the ones who have like 5k, the ones, I don't know, it's sad to say that 5k followers is small, especially in this day. Well, compared to like the big YouTubers now, 5k is small. Because that's I know, but say. 
sad thing is seeing 5k people following you is is small but like for example i've seen people who have 5k have higher ratings rather than someone who is a macro influencer as in they have millions of followers but they can't no sell engagement. shit no, no engagement lots of followers but no engagement for okay so these people walking in the restaurant saying i'm an influencer give me my meal free no, they don't do that. Most times they don't. They're, 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 they're nobodies. They're nobodies, right? But the ones who walk in their influencer and they want free stuff. Like yeah, they, wanted... they they say I, I could get this place shut down in like five minutes if I just tweet to my followers. No, those no. are nobodies, right? No, those are nobodies. Okay. So if you are an influencer, mm -hmm. it's in your best interest to if you want to promote something, possibly purchase it. And yeah. then do like an unboxing or something like that, or show yourself using the product, or but it's best for you to buy from the person that you want to pick you up, correct? I'd say this is what I do. So I work an artist part time. Actually, see one of my artists is here, Sam Tracks. Oh my god, I'm, I'm gonna actually brag about him because he is actually like when I tell you legit, this man is like grammy nominated he actually just voted within like the grammys so like some of the um voting and the folks who won he was actually involved in the voting process but i'm not gonna talk about that right now hi sam but um when What's it up, comes sam? make sure you subscribe sam let me holler at you might have you on the show i got questions for you grammy nominated person <laughs> so he worked I, you know what i just go down his track record because i wrote his um bio um biography brent faez ashanti erica badu anthony hamilton he's produced for a lot of your faves this is one of my artists that i always be bragging about but um back to the whole influencer thing what you brought up influencers when it comes to like them going in saying they're gonna shut things down they're not gonna shut things down only people who could really shut things down is if they have like a major impact where they can shut down the restaurant for like an hour and enjoy and have fun with that some influencers are kind of like dated and they're like stuck out of their head they think that just because they have a million followers on their phone thinks that people are going to know them in real life and it doesn't happen there's this one girl you can look it up she was i think she was friends with emma chamberlain who was like very popular on youtube this girl had like over i think like three million followers she couldn't sell no more than 30 t-shirts <laughs> she couldn't sell 30 t-shirts and you got a million followers people followers only do dollars See, that's yeah, what I like about. Seem to, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Max. No, that's what I like about YouTube. You can have like a million or so followers, but mm -hmm. still go out and walk the streets and go to you know go to the grocery store and not be bothered. People don't know who you are. That, that's love. Like I'm, I got tons of followers, but I can still live a life. Go to the movies and not be bothered. You but know what we saying? also gotta like think about like how we glamorize fame. We glamorize the idea of being famous. I don't like. Well, but you also did tell me you don't leave your house. So exactly. So can you imagine the amount of pressure mm -hmm. that these people have on them when people are always constantly recognizing them, looking at them? So I can't that that feels like a boulder on my head right now. I'm like, what are you talking? No, don't. I don't even want my neighbor across the hall to know who I am. So it's a, that's a, that's a lot of pressure. But another thing that people seem to forget, mm -hmm. like I got 5 million followers on TikTok or YouTube or whatever. There are 346 million people in this country. So 
<laughs> but the sad thing is, I, feel sad. I glamorize it. I love the attention. Adrian, and some people do. No, some people do like the attention. Like sometimes for me, I sit down. I'm like, do I want the fame or do I want the money? I want. This is what I want. I want to be able to put out a video, do a put out a mm-hmm. podcast. It's popular. People like it. But I still want to be able to go out and enjoy life and go to the grocery store and take my daughter to the movies without people rushing me. But you can do sad, you can, with tap you can YouTube, you can do it. You can, but sometimes too, you can't pick the fate of what like you find as fame. Because what you think is fame for you might not be that what is expected for you. You might be expected, your fame might be expected higher than that. I like, want money. I want the I you want, want the money, but still money oh, still comes with something. <laughs> It still comes I, with pros and cons. You have to leave your house. Why? Podcast is done online. Yes, but you got a <laughs> network. Go They're gonna, they gonna watch you go to their studios. Hey, we gonna have a, we going on tour. If it blow up, we we going on tour. You gotta go on tour. That's like one of the few things you have to do. Like I will be phoning that one in. Call me on Zoom. Or... You gonna miss out on you gonna miss out on the fun time because we gonna clown. If I get well, a podcast tour, but see, but see that's not fair. Everybody judges me for that. Nobody judges you. I just said you go. And both of y'all got your head cocked the same way, looking at me the same way. Just because I don't want to interact with people, I'm the weirdo. I'm not. You're not a weirdo. I I respect the fact that you don't like you. You might be a hermit. Like I respect (laughs) that. The only reason I'm saying hermit is because in astrology, the hermit card is like represented by Virgo. I am not offended by you calling me a hermit at all. Please don't think I am. I'm not. Okay. Because if I could like move this to like a cabin in the woods. <laughs> and I you would. know what? No, and I respect wouldn't. that because guess what? That's content right then and there. You can make content out of that. Th- why is everybody trying to make me make content? Stop it. <laughs> because you have the material. So use it. El Paso, he, he said he come on tour with me. Hey, okay, let's do this. You might be on Adrian, the show next week. Adrian gonna come on tour with you. Adrian gonna be twerking and everything right then and there. Adrian okay. gonna be twerking the same way he's at his Zumba classes. I'm glad you mentioned that because I taught told my coworkers that mm-hmm. I watched a video on how to twerk and I figured it out. And they were like, um, why did you do that? Who are you? And I was for? like, we don't want a visual display. I was like, you're not getting one. <laughs> I just, I just want to say, which video was it? Was it on YouTube? Did you watch uh, one of the twerk team videos? Real ones know back in the day, the twerk team used to like kill no, it. This was recent, but it, it because I, I couldn't figure out. I was like, what muscle are they moving to do that? And I figured out is no, it's not. It's it's actually your knees. It's actually your knees that you use to do it. And I actually did it, and I was like, I was I actually scared myself in my own living room. And that's like, content. Oh. You could be doing that for TikTok. You heard your ass that's clapping, content. got scared. <laughs> <laughs> you heard your ass clapping, you got it scared. It was something happened? like that. It was something like that, and it was really weird. I have never done it again since then, but I'm glad I figured it out because now I know how they're doing it. But I was like, okay, I'm going to walk away from this now. <laughs> That's still content. How is That's that content? Who wants to hear about my embarrassing moments? There are people. There's an you telling that story on TikTok to get you a thousand views. Just you telling yeah. the story will get you a thousand views on TikTok. 
That's how that's how crazy it is. I I just I I feel lost in that world. I'm glad that you guys have found. Adrian is. Hey, we need to have him on the show. He needs to come on the show. Oh, Adrian is. The funny thing is, Adrian, literally, if you guys were on Clubhouse, we had like our own little group. We had like a weight loss group, bro. When I tell you that shit failed, but um, we have like this group, and every single time we would just talk so much shit. We were supposed to be telling people how they needed to um be in tranquility and get their lives together. Trust me, Adrian was like, uh, uh. We're going to be talking about this. You won't be talking about that. We're going to be talking about people's love lives. I think got to the certain point where we started like our own little club. And I used to call it Spill the Kombucha, where people would come in like weekly and spill their tea and information. And then we would come with a solution. Wow. See, man, that's a little connection. You have to, hey, make sure you subscribe, Adrian. <laughs> and then uh, everybody, if you're listening, if you listen to us on the uh, major streaming platforms, like SoundCloud, iTunes, make sure you repost, leave a review, all that good stuff. Let us know what you're watching, comment, and you know, we, we, we're looking for all that stuff, all that engagement. We need the engagements and share the podcast, sharing with your friends, all that good stuff. No, we're here. I had another question. Like I said, I'm here to answer the questions, or if y'all want to talk about the Grammys, we could talk about the Grammys. Well, we're gonna talk about the Grammys in a moment because that's gonna be another whole other thing. I could talk about my artists if you want me to, because one of my artists hurt. You know what? Let me not spill my business. I'm not gonna spill my business. No, go ahead. I, tell you, you just okay. started. Go ahead. You just started now. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, if you got questions, I'm not gonna spill her business only because she's associated with somebody who didn't win an award. So I can't. I can't be talking. Mm-mm. Well, I, have, I, I don't know if this happened at the Grammys or not, but um, Viola Davis got her EGOT status, and I was very proud of her for that. I feel like a lot of us were proud about that, but then there were some people in the comments saying they didn't know what an EGOT was. That's and because they don't read. Reading is a fundamental. They told us that back Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they told us back in kindergarten that reading was fundamental. But yeah, there are only I looked it up. There are only eighteen people that have have that status. Oh, and I think Whoopi Goldberg is one 18. of them too. And so is John Legend. I can't stand John. You know what? Let me not talk. Well, then you can stand him or not. Whoopi that, Goldberg. That is that is a status that is not easy to achieve. Oh no, definitely. Especially like I'm a huge Beyonce stan and. Every single time we, we have like these conversations and like beehive groups, and I'm like, I know we want her to get this EGOT, but the way the Oscars do her, the way they do her when it comes to like the Tonys, like we got a long way to go. I don't understand enough about what I... qualifies in each category to understand how an artist would obtain that particular award so I don't say anything about who I think should have those titles that don't um, I'd have to look into that I could probably figure it out but um, there are some very talented people that I know don't have that stat- that status oh, totally like Adrian don't be trying to bring up J-Lo 
I'm not going to bring up. Is he joking? Is he serious? No, like he's like a big J-Lo stan. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I I don't know because people be joking on J-Lo. I couldn't tell. He he a big J-Lo stan. Adrian, how are you going to talk about J-Lo when we got one of Shanti's producers in the comments? When when you know damn well J-Lo then took those lyrics from Shanti and those vocals. Allegedly. Okay. Uh, I <laughs> look scared. I think I should run. <laughs> Allegedly. I know. Uh, you lucky you threw it in. I was like, oh, okay. Not it's all a legend. Okay. End of it. Allegedly, it's this is all of my opinion. Whatever, whatever is said by me is not the opinions of this show. It is the opinions of Wista and the Let Me Taste of the podcast. Thank you. Okay, now you said that. Now let's get into the Grammys. So let's, we're okay, perfect. The let's let's get into it. So you just put the the uh, warning. The, you know the the, uh, I, the disclaimer lack, out there. It was lackluster. I feel like this whole Grammys week was lackluster just because it's like, I how can I explain it? Because. I just feel like certain things are just off. I feel like we're tired of celebrity culture. I feel like we're fed up with it, especially with like the pandemic and after all of that. And even with like the Rock Nation brunch, I don't know if you guys saw like some of the pictures from the Rock Nation brunch. Like a very plain, you know, like, okay. It just felt a little plain. I feel like right now we're kind of at that phase of what is going on with these celebrities. We see them trying to change it up. We see them like going on to like YouTube or even going to like a TikTok, like what else are we doing? Like people are putting out these TikTok songs, which I say this, if you're an artist, do try to like base your song off of like a TikTok because a TikTok can't bring you back into like the spotlight. I don't know if you know Justine Sky. Justine Sky it was like cool with Kylie. Je- you know what? She was cool with Kylie Jenner. She used to date Travis Scott. Kylie took Travis from her. She had a song called Collide with Tyga, which was produced by DJ Mustard, came out eight years ago. We are now in 2023. Somebody took that song, sped it up, brought it on TikTok, and now it's going viral again. And now she's going on Jimmy Fallon. She's going on all these talk shows when eight years ago, nobody was really checking for the song. I was checking for the song, but nobody else was. That's wild. That's all it takes. He said, well, he gave it to her. They said, sing this, and she did. <laughs> So. Adrian, Adrian, just come give him the StreamYard link so he could pop in because I what tell me hit me on Instagram. Send him my Instagram. Is he on Instagram? Yeah, he's on Instagram. I'll send you. I'm, I'm Adrian. I'm gonna send you the StreamYard link because it seems like we're gonna have to. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a little fight, a little argument right now between him and I. That's so you how it because Glorilla's supposed to be underground. Is she? Glorilla is not underground now. Is she supposed to be? She seems like she's supposed to be. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that one. I have a question. Yes. Like he says, no, nah, I'm looking a mess. Um, you seem to kind of thrive on the messiness that's going on. Am I wrong? Well, when it comes to what mess, when it comes to like... Well, you seem to have an inside line to what's going on behind the scenes. hmm And you seem to enjoy that. 
I this is what I'm gonna say because everybody tells me this. The thing is in life, some what did what did you say? What's like out the whole teapot? Yeah, Sometimes this is the thing, I'll say this. I look up to people like Wendy Williams. I'm from New York. So growing up listening to Wendy talking about these certain things, celebrity drama, the industry, all that, it's entertainment for me. I find it fun when it comes to like personal situations, like people's issues, I'm not going to be spilling that. No, not I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you're looking out to hurt anybody, Yeah, but like he, like Adrian, I'm not sure. I'll say they kids. I'm not sure their pronouns. Um, it's saying that you got the whole pot of tea. So it's like you enjoy knowing the little, you know, tidbits. I enjoy yeah, I like knowing the little tidbits. I'm the type of person. But it, I'm not saying you're using that to hurt anybody. Oh, no. Trust me. I'm not me. saying I... you're using that to hurt anybody. What I'm saying is that you like, I can just see you sitting there like ear hustling. Like, mm, oh, no, I do what's that. What's going on over here? <laughs> I do. No, I do that even in the workplace. I do that in the workplace. Okay. Especially okay. working I'm... in corporate America. Like, I've sat down and heard senior staff say things about junior staff, and I'm just like, y'all need to stop. But it it doesn't seem like you're tucking that away to use at a later date. It's just that in that moment, you're enjoying that little tidbit of information. You're like, oh, yeah. really? I didn't know that. Well, yeah, like just like when Marcy gives information off the show about celebrities, I, you know, we can't say the names, but the shit she's told me, I've been shocked about celebrities. Like, never expected. Thought they was good people, and they really not. Right, but but nobody's using that against them. But it's, they're enjoying the fact that they have that information. Yeah, but Marcy could write a tell-all book that would end. That would be like super heads. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think, would be very concerned for Marcy I, if she did that. Nah, she'd I be think, all right. Nobody touched Superhead. Just because y'all bring that up, I think the thing is, is that when we think of people who are in power, I'm putting air quotes, power, just people who are in a certain sector and phase and just knowing you have something that they might not want other people to know. And that's sad to say that, like, you have some information about them that other people might not know. Because let's say, for example, that person is often desired within the media. People love this person. They think, oh my God, this person is so amazing. But then it's like, do you know this other side of this person? If you go on Lipstick Alley, that's a freaking website where black women all get together from the media and spill out information. So many things. I've said it before on my podcast. When Drake, when it came out about Drake having a child, we knew about that two years before. There was even rumors about it. <laughs> Here's my problem with that mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think that people should be people around them should be spilling their secrets but what I'm saying is or what I think is why do you have these secrets I think they do these things because they know they can get away with them and nobody's gonna tell and that's not Caring for your fellow humans, because while I don't think there's like murders or anything involved, don't prove me wrong. 
Um, these people can do some very nasty things to other people. And they get away with it because the people around them are expected not to talk about it. And that doesn't make them good humans. And they should be good humans. It's like they walk they? out. Yes, they walk out on stage and they're like, oh, all these people are praising me and saying yes. And oh, okay. I'm so glad to see you. That's Why point, are you though. such a horrible human being behind the scenes? Some A lot of them are horrible people. Football players, athletes, they all kind of horrible. Uh, that's not who I'm talking about. Football players and, and, and athletes, their stuff tends to kind of come out. I'm talking it's about the really... actors and actresses and I've... and but we can say that for any influencers. industry. We can say that for any industry because even for me working at like a PR agency, I have so much information about the CEO and I see her every day in the office. But still, I just know okay, she is um what? She's just somebody that I wouldn't talk to because of the things I've heard. But also, but too, as I, a PR person, isn't it your job to make that person look good? But I'm gonna say this though. <laughs> yes, it's supposed to make people look good, but as well too is controversy does help. So some people and one of my professors from because I got um my master's at NYU, one of my professors love her to death. She actually um is more of an entertainment PR agent. She told me straight up, she's like, I know Chris Brown's agent. Sometimes like him being the bad guy actually helps out with her reputation. More than him being the good guy, because I, I once you that. step, so, so you kind of manipulating good. You, you kind of do. I think there's more horrible people in the world than there are good people. Yeah, and some people just become pop, become famous, and they've been horrible people all their lives. I mean, people I don't just, believe that. I don't believe that. It's probably like a horrible person who lives next door to you, but because they're not famous, nobody talks about it. No, you know? I I don't believe that there are more horrible people in the world than there are good. I believe that there are people that resist being good because they've seen so many horrible people. Like, I used to live in, in Los Angeles, but you couldn't take me to Hollywood because I was like, mm -mm, th those are people I do not want to associate. I don't want to run into a star. No, I are horrible. She made me wait two hours to come on stage and do her job. I'll say this. Is that allegedly or is that real? <laughs> That's allegedly. But I'm going to say this. Definitely go watch some Jaguar Wright videos. Watch some Jaguar Wright videos. <laughs> watch some Jaguar Wright videos. That'll tell you a lot. Yeah, people get away with stuff. I mean, the people start here still thriving and getting away with stuff. So, I mean, because there are stars that make it. And make it big. Mm -hmm. I can't make. I can't name very many, but there are maybe one or two. Let me tell you. Okay, treat. I know their staff horrible. I know. I know a perfect example. Growing up, there was this kid in my neighborhood. He was a shitty person. Just mm -hmm. he was always trying to start fights, but you know, never really fought. Oh, he's, he's just a just an asshole, a, a scammer. You know, he's like a scammer from a young age. And then recently, I say about three or four years ago, a certain NBA player got in trouble because they said he likes to mess with women and transgender women. And 
they say that his pastor, <laughs> you might know what I'm talking about. You might figure out he's his pastor was calling the people and then threatening them to not say nothing or that he's going to take care of them, the pastor. I was like, damn, what kind of pastor is this? I look it up. It was the same damn kid. And I was like, oh, God damn. Wherever they said he did, he did it. Because <laughs> I know him from grade school, and I know what if they said he did something like that, he did it. And I can tell you off the air, <laughs> that, that story blew my mind. I was like, how did him and Dwight up oh, um, <laughs> Um, I just, you know what? I'm just gonna say this. Um, for the producers on ESPN, whatever comes out of his mouth, I have nothing to do with this. So if I get casted to like interview courtside, whatever you see, this this ain't me. This is not Wista. This is what this somebody else, not the pastor. Yeah, I mean, but it, it was it was like. You know how you see a story that can't be true, but then you see somebody who involved, like you know that person, like oh yeah, it's true. I know that. I know the type. <laughs> so, almost said the name, but I didn't say the name. <laughs> you you kind of already you kind. Hey hey. People put that together. All they just got to do is Google it. They yeah, just I mean, got. It, it was a big story for like a, a couple of weeks. So I was like, people like, still bring it up. Kid. Well, he's not in the. The NBA right now, you know. He's, so he's a what? He's a retiree. I mean, if I say he's over in China playing right now, but I mean, people really know what I'm talking about. Is he over in China playing right now? <laughs> he said, "No, I ain't hearing him. I heard he needed the light." <laughs> hey, I mean, people, people, scammers. I mean. All right, back to the Grammys. What was your best? What was your favorite performance? I feel like that show was so long. <laughs> it was so long to the point where the only performance I said I enjoyed was Bad Bunny and Lizzo. That's it. I actually missed those two performances because I was I came to it late because one of us on TV. I said, "Let me watch the Grammys." I haven't watched it in so long. But good. Hopefully, I mean the good thing is I've seen the the rap tribute. Oh no, that was good too. But it it was it was messed up because they left so many people out. But you knew they couldn't get everybody in there, mm-hmm. and you were kind of like, "Why is Glorilla up there?" I mean, I, I get you, you know, <laughs> but it's like it's like, oh man. Who was, oh was the best performance? Which one are you talking about? He's saying that the Bad Bunny was the best performance because um basically Bad Bunny kind of gave like a tribute to like Latin like the Latin community, giving props to like Latinx and everything like that, which definitely I think having him open up gave like that that cultural aspect to the Grammys because of them trying to embrace other cultures within. Although still to this day, I still don't understand how Burner Boy did not win his category, but that's not my business. <laughs> I don't get it. But just in general, I feel like we're over award shows. It's we're kind of done with that phase. A lot of our faves, yes, my fave was there. Beyonce was there, but it's like some of us didn't even know the Grammys were yesterday. Unless you pay attention to like the industry and stuff like that. But other than that, 
it would just that was a dub. It would just I mean, but it's the I mean the Grammys have never been on point when it came to you know black culture. It never, ever, ever. I mean, you had Vanilla Ice being public enemy back in the day. That's what told me that, you know, this they don't know what they're doing. You know, they didn't like uh Macklemore beat Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar one year. I mean, they never been on point as far as that's it why I literally said when it came to like album of the year. If it's Adele versus Beyonce, like y'all just gonna have to get somebody else because the fact that Harry Styles won album of the year, I was like, this could easily, if you still wanted to give it to a man who was trying to like change the views of like masculinity, you could have given this a bad bunny still <laughs> and have like a historical aspect. Harry Styles literally stood there and said, People like me don't get the chance to what? people like me don't get the opportunity. Mm. people like me don't get the opportunity but literally you're all over the place you just did a movie with what's her name Olivia Wilde like you're torn all around Europe you're, you'll be <laughs> fine you'll be fine but exactly. just like award shows and all of that it's it's just been a hit or miss I say this all the time if you really want to like be I feel like just in general, yes, BET is not white, um, black owned anymore. Fully understand that, but they still give honor to the legends. I'll say this: if this tribute was on the BET Awards, the Soul Train Awards. It would have been better. They would have had it together. Yeah, they skipped like decades. They went from. <laughs> I was like, I got, I enjoyed who they had up there, but it was like mm -hmm. it made no. They were like just jumping around like. How you it do just Method Man, but not the, you know, they should have did, um, oh, God, I can't even think of the name of the, the Wu-Tang song now. <laughs> the one that, the, the long one, they could they could do the Wu-Tang song instead of just doing Method Man. No, that makes sense. I mean. But also, too, you got to realize people's schedules, too. Some people might have not been available for that day. Wu-Tang Clan's available. I'm I'm pretty sure they're not. I'm, not. I'm not trying to shit on them, but I'm pretty sure. All of them ain't all busy. The only one who couldn't from, be there was I'm ODB. I'm from New York. I'm I'm just I'm from New York, so I'm I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> if anybody from New York, just know I'm not gonna say anything. She seems to have a lot more information. That's it. Than we do that she can't she talk about. I sign NDAs sometimes. I can't tell you everything. I will never sign one of those. I See, would because I, of the situation. No, you no, have I wouldn't. Mm -mm. I would. depending on your career, you have to like certain things, certain projects, even with like those brands I'm talking about Concrete that I've worked baby. with. I just if I have to sign something that says I will never talk about what oh. I did here, I have to go. Bye. See ya. You done you done pissed my sister off, Raz, because she just texted me. She said Wu Tang tore separately. And they tour together I love all year round. I love Wu Tang. So, I'm just saying they could have got some other members. You know, they, they she said one. she she said they tour all the time. She said, "Don't talk about those men in their pockets." Why you why you why you pocket watching? That's not what I was. Why doing. you pocket watching? You still be pocket watching. I'm just saying. This is why I don't sign NDAs. <laughs> and how you pocket have, watching? And how you have only one member of De La Soul up there? People are busy. 
People got things they're doing. If you could have run DMC. What about when you guys do your podcast tour? And you busy. She in the crib. What's going to happen? She's going to miss out. She's going to be. But at least she's going to be live. Huh? At least she's going to be live. I will be. I will be. I promise. Yeah. Nah, she got to be there. I ain't doing those phone ins. Y'all can do it on Zoom. (laughs) Wow. Really? Can't check out for I can't sign one either because I talk too much. Listen, okay, no, 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 you will. Okay, exactly. let's say, okay, tell let's say everybody business. Let's say the podcast is doing well mm-hmm. and we have a meeting to go meet with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Mm-hmm. But we got to sign an NDA. You're not going to sign it? I'm signing it. I'm not. See again the head tilt and the stare. You're not signing. This is the thing. You have to think about it in like um why should aspect. I have to sign an NDA just it's to a, meet these two people? No, it's a temporary thing that says you just can't spill the beans on what we're working on. Yeah, you can't. Like oh, okay. Example, if it's yeah. just regarding what we're working on, I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But some people try to get you to sign blanket NDAs. Oh no, you have somebody read that. Meaning, you. like if we go out to dinner and they get drunk or something, and you can't tell. No, uh-uh, no I'm telling know, everything. I, I ain't saying he's going out with. I ain't saying he's going out with Diddy. Whoever you said we was going out with, it could be some drama there too. All I'm gonna say is uh, once again. Because I know eventually when I make it, this interview going to pop up. I'm going to say this again. Whatever comes out this man's mouth, I'm going to say this right now respectfully. Whatever comes out this man's mouth. You know Diddy got them strong NDAs. Notice she said, man, I'm I'm a woman. I identify as a woman. That's man, not me. But you didn't say nobody's name, ma'am. It, you're not dropping names. Right. So I'm so I'm the only person who know that Diddy got these strong NDAs when he had people party well, with. Well, so many people got strong NDAs. Even like Justin Bieber, like as much as people try to say he's all innocent and everything like that, he got those strong NDAs too. Okay. Like, I have a question. I don't have an NDA if I blow up. You, you damn you don't sign an NDA for you coming to the house. That that's what I want to know. How do I who do I contact? To get NDA signed for like my birthday parties. You can just print one off of the internet. I'm pretty yeah. sure you can. No, I want it very specific to my birthday party. You can adjust it. You can add some stuff to it. Yeah, okay. you can put whatever you want in here. Doesn't it have to be signed by like a judge or something? No. It just has to be signed it's, by me and that person. It's, it's just a contract. That's it. Just it just has to be signed by me and that person. Basically, yeah. There's no you could be an NDA right now. Put a stamp on it. No, it's just gotta have a witness. No. <sighs> That's See? not binding. See, can't shock how you make them sign NDA when you ain't signing one. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> they are asking me to sign one for a specific thing. I'm asking them for to sign for a specific thing. They can just not come to my birthday party. That's fine. I'm not going to be mad at them. <laughs> if 
If they don't want to come and they don't want to sign the NDA, that's fine. I'm not mad. Just okay, you can't come would in. You, would, you, would you make Beyonce sign an NDA? Or you Me? just let her come? Yeah. Yes. You make Beyonce not gonna spill your teeth though. Huh? Beyonce doesn't like I feel like Beyonce doesn't drop people's information. I I I'm just shocked and amazed that she's at my party and I want to cover everything that's going on i don't know what she gonna tell she don't know what i'm gonna tell everybody just signed the, the paper they say beyonce Hold got on. that good weed allegedly and beyonce is showing up at my birthday party i have done something amazing <laughs> she gonna bring that good weed with it i'm telling you that's what you know they say she be smoking that good that's what you know Kisha, i have a question what is your sign what is when is your birthday i am a pisces Oh, I could tell. I could tell. My birthday is February 28th. Oh, oh. Look at you, the last day of February. I could tell you give me Pisces vibes. You give me very much dreamy vibes. Yes. I like that. I'm a Scorpio, so. I must stay the hell away from you. Mm-mm. Oh my gosh, wow. You see, I always felt like you were a Pisces. I was like, she's very dreamy, very like Neptune. So when you said you were a Pisces, I was like, she's either a Pisces or Aquarius. So I was still right. Yeah, water sign. I know we emotional as hell to a certain extent. Sometimes. All right. <laughs> All right. So I want to thank you for coming on. We want to do this again. You oh no, definitely. You guys have to come on my show. I'll definitely do it. I'll come on the show. No problem. We gotta we gotta talk about like Gen Z celebrities. So definitely, you know, read up on like the shade room, baller alert, definitely baller alert. And we can discuss all things pop culture. Oh, and I won't, I'm not gonna make you guys sign NDAs. You won't sign an NDA. I, I promise. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for watching. Thank for everybody's in the comments. Uh, El Paso, uh, Adrian, who was Julie, July. Damn, I can't read. Adrian, that's Jolie's July. July. Uh, what was the other guy? Sam Tracks, Dimpled Up, Rod Uncensored, Bread to the Night made her appearance. Bread to the Night, we need to get you back on the show pretty soon, also. We got some things to go over with you. Uh, make sure y'all keep sharing the podcast, keep supporting. We love y'all. We love y'all support. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everyone.